Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. You you know what that means? That's that's SOS for y'all niggas. What? Huh? 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 Give me a second. Give me a minute. Huh? Y'all little bitch can't let you finish. That's it. That's it. This is not, gotta cut it off. This is this, not Apple Music, nigga. Mm-mm. It's we not, not Apple Spotify Music, yet. nigga. I wanna let it rock out, but <laughs> she only getting two bars off, not even, and we nah. clipping it. I mean, she dropped you it. You two like, be bugging. She dropped it too soon for us to be fucking letting it rip like that off top. You think so? Yeah. They taking all those shits down already. Exactly. They got all the bots working overtime this week. <laughs> bro. That's how you know, bro. They, it, bro. I can't let that shit rock because they going to flag the channel, bro. It's going to be clipped. Well, what was that? What was that? What were we listening to? I don't have my headphones on. They, so. Oh, yeah. This nigga, this nigga don't have his headphones. All right. So that was <laughs> SZA, SOS. The single though, the the intro, the intro, the champ- to the new album, the champagne poetry sample that you said was dropping when it snows in the east. I, I did, say and that. it didn't snow yet, but it's, it's pretty snow- damn close. It's supposed to snow- if you're in Buffalo, it's probably snowing right now. It's supposed to snow tomorrow though. Uh, you see that? You see that? And I said SZA was gonna drop her album when it snows in the east. Episode one, look it up, look at it. I, I said I predicted mad shit. You can see the future. That's okay. We psychic a little bit, I guess. Bro, so how do you feel that SZA, SZA drops, it's here, it's out. What are your first impressions on it? First impressions, I like 12 songs out of 23. Okay. That's my first impression. And out of those 12 songs, four of them I had heard already. Because <laughs> they were out? Because they were out or they were leaked or they were on TikTok already as shorts. Mm-hmm. But... um. A little disappointed Because I thought I would enjoy the album A little bit more than I did Yeah But She did give us some good songs To listen to I think That will last I think a lot of these songs Do have replay value The ones that are good Yeah But there feels like It's a lot of filler On the album And then it's not as Cohesive as I would have liked it mm-hmm. to be Like you said I th- Yeah I think I said that too When we were talking about Her possibly dropping an album I was like Is she gonna be Focused on Selling herself to a mainstream More broad audience Yeah And instead of Chasing a like a singular, more cohesive sound. Yeah. Similar to what she did with her last project, but I think was a little bit more organized well. Mm-hmm. This felt like all the sounds were all over the place, and she was trying to do a lot of different sounds. It was all over the fucking place. As one of her core fans, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed I had to wait you did, five you years. You relay that to me. <laughs> five years, and only seven tracks got added to the R&B playlist. Right? And... A couple of those, let's just say two or three, were already out already. You feel me? I'm gonna, let me let me tell you the fucking tracks that that got onto the R&B playlist: SOS, Seek and Destroy, okay. Use. I like Use a lot with Don Tolliver. Good feature. Notice me. He's too killing it. Too late and far. That's it. Out of 23 songs. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I'm going to hit SZA with some constructive criticism because the streets, as far as I can see, one side of the spectrum says that this was a masterpiece. Okay. Because I feel like those type of fans, they just kiss the floor that SZA walks on. As I seen Issa as, Rae in the comments. As they should. You feel me? She and deserves then it. On the other side of the spectrum, niggas is saying... They're not saying it's garbage, but they're saying, like, yo, what the fuck? I thought it was going to be better than how it is. Like, what you were saying, again, a five-year wait for this was, like, you know, 
it feels like you maybe put it together in the last year or so. Yes. Especially with the champagne poet, the, the um, champagne poetry fucking sample. Sample from the certified lover boy. Exactly. And that was the intro on CLB. <laughs> that was the intro. Like, there was this one run on the album. I, I did, I, when I saw the Phoebe Bridgers. Bridgers, Bridges uh, feature. <laughs> who is that? She's uh, that like is. a she's in the a Caucasian. I, I think like indie like folk singer or some shit like that. She does kind of mm. that type of vibe that she was on. You know, she would added like a little extra. Sit. What I imagine of her was like she was like the female. You know, when James Blake gets on Travis Scott yeah, songs, yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. Mm. But um, after that song, I, I, at first I was a little worried. I was like, these sounds might not mesh too well. It might be a little too much of a clash. But I think that song did work. I like that song with Phoebe Bridgers on it. But it felt like for the next four or so songs in that lineup of the track list, it was weak. It was like she was trying a style that she doesn't really fit into. Like, her voice sounded great, but it mm. didn't match the beats. It's not a kind of Taylor Swift, yes. white girl major, type music. Major Taylor Swift. And she was, I feel like she was using, because we all know that she could sing her heart out, right? Mm -hmm. She was leaning back on her talent and really not making, to me, not really making the good, the great song. You feel me? Like, the lyrics was nice in the Taylor Swift song, mm -hmm. but nobody is fucking to that. I'm gonna keep yeah. it a buck with you. Nobody fucking to that. I mean, there was this one, like, one song in particular, F2F. Nigga, that would have like, some face-to-face, -face, something like it. that. Oh, my goodness. That, those that didn't was an make immediate it. skip. Those, immediately. those didn't make it. I feel like if she she had a strong intro. A good couple of songs. Like, the first six songs intro. were crazy. I liked uh, SOS. I liked the intro. And then I liked the love love um, love um language that had to um, hit different um, the interpolation. sample. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's singing the hit different lyrics in it. I like to. I didn't like the Travis Scott song. A lot of people that, that he was featured on. I, I think her part was good. Yeah. Ish, but also again, it's kind of just her kind of relying on the good voice that she has. Yeah. And Travis's verse was kind of. I don't know. I felt out of place. I liked him better as just ad libs. I think he was on low. That he was just on ad libs. I think that fit better. For what they were trying to do. I feel like he was on fucking um ad libs on another track too, but he didn't get credits for it. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, heard it. you see what I'm saying? It's it's kind of. They were trying to force maybe the collaboration because of the success that, uh, what was it, Love Galore? Yeah. The success that, that song, song had, but it, these were two very, very different collaborations, you know, at different ends of the spectrum. I don't think this one will have the same appeal that that one did, but, you know. I but guess the thing we'll was, a lot of people liked SZA's, a lot of people found SZA after the album came out. That was me. I found her after the album came out. Yeah. So she got a lot of her streams after the album came out. Yeah, I mean, this is her sophomore album. It's her, you know, it's been five years. It felt like she's been a really established artist in the industry. Mm -hmm. But still, we got to remember it's only her second ever project under TDE in the mainstream eye. So, you know, let's talk about a sophomore slump and mm. maybe she fell victim to it. But out of the songs that she should that she did give that were on a great level, mm. I think they were good enough to last a little while, get some replay value, maybe some. Good chart topping singles, maybe not number no. one singles, but yeah, definitely up there. She's gonna do great. Her numbers are is up there already. I already know that she's gonna sell a lot. But yeah. the thing is, as a core fan, I wanted a song like SOS. I wanted a song like Used. Okay. I wanted that to flow. I wanted the album to tell a story. To me, it didn't tell a story. It just told me that nigga, we changed the album six times, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And you want to huh. try a lot of different really? things. <laughs> really. I think what we're going to see is the numbers are in. Yeah. And they're projected to be 275 to 300,000 first week. I was projecting 500, but let's see. You see, you had very high hopes. 
But with, now, with Drake in 21, they were projected to do 315, I think, at first, and then it boosted all the way to 400. Yeah. I think this album has a reverse effect. I don't think it goes past 300,000. I think it goes down to 250. I swear. When it, it officially comes I in. felt like it was going to do 500 if she gave the core fans what they wanted, but maybe I'm a little too fucking privileged because a Drake is giving me what I want all the time. That's true. And she's under the label. The label... <laughs> Is not gonna, you feel me? They gonna push what they want to push. I mean, but she might not be a super, like, super duper <coughs> mega pop star, but she has the ability to do 400,000 first week. Yes. Easy. Easy. A- especially being away for five years, it's kind of expected to do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. The numbers are super impressive. I mean, she's selling almost double of what, you know, Metro Boomers is gonna do. Mm-hmm. And Metro, or what he did. Metro's album was solid. And was. Metro's album was very tough. So she does have that draw and she has that appeal, and now she's in them. Wide eye of the audience, mm-hmm. but you know, depending on how the sales project from now on, or when the official numbers come in, yeah. we'll see how much people really like the album, which will be in them keep on listening to the songs, either boosting the sales or maybe after a couple of days stop listening to them as much. It's a twenty-three song album, you know. She's trend. Some of the songs are trending on um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. We already know that she's going to do numbers, but as a core fan, I wanted, I wanted. Those songs to tell a story. And there was too many skips in between and some of these tracks we already got. So I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you no, I'm not giving not. it I'm not giving it to you that easy. I mean that's the finish that she had before when she announced the track list, her album was immediately certified gold. Yeah. That. Which that doesn't add to first week sales because if it did, then she would be selling at least five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You see? So they kinda do the finesse to get a plaque, but if your songs aren't up to par, the project isn't up to par, like you're saying. With the fans. With the fans, they're the not gonna, fans. They're not going to keep checking in and boosting those numbers, which I'm sure she wants. Because on Reddit, on the Scissor Reddit, shout out to Scissor Reddit. <laughs> they, I, I, it's mixed. The streets, is, it's mixed feelings. Mm. Some people are satisfied because I feel like some people put her on a pedestal because, you know, Scissor the goddess. Yeah. But I feel like they get clouded by when she drops because, yo, it, took a, it takes a long time for her to drop. Yeah. But... When she does drop, they they they're patient and they appreciate it so much that I feel like they get clouded by yeah. the emotion, <laughs> by the emotion of her dropping. They're like, "Oh my god!" And then it just gets clouded. The vision gets cloudy, and they don't really. Yeah, and I mean the fact that her give own it a, Reddit a good is her fan. You know, Reddit's usually they go like every single one is going to be like, "This is a classic album. This is amazing." Cold following, yeah. If they're being honest and saying I didn't really like it, it yep. just shows. Just so, what do you think the uh, general mainstream audience will think? You know, I think they would th- agree. I'm telling you, bro. All Scissors fans is fucking fucking to this music, bro. And there's a couple of songs that didn't make the R&B playlist, and I was like, I can't believe it. You said there was rumors of a deluxe. Yes. Good shit. There's rumors of a deluxe, right? Okay. Um, a lot because a lot of songs have leaked too from Scissor. From like months ago mm-hmm. or years ago, that people expected to be on the album, people wanted it to be on the album. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her deluxe is gonna have should it should have if she wants to satisfy the the people, it should have the leaks of the peoples. You feel me? The leaks of the songs that she had before, and that I feel like people would like the album better. I feel like the deluxe would be better than the actual album track list if she drops those um leaks with I Doja argument, and shit. But I mean, you also got to remember a time when a whole lot of Red Drops, Playboy Cardi, they say, oh, I'm going to drop the deluxe with all the leaks. Mm. And it never ends up happening most likely because they can't get them cleared. Mm. You mm. were telling me, I think, before that 
I, I was one of the was a Doja Cat song like her featuring yeah. Doja Cat was one of the ones expected yeah. to be on there. Now it might be on the deluxe. It might be, but I heard that it, she didn't get it cleared. Like, like they couldn't turn it in because there was only a couple features on on this shit. It was only Trav, Don, and um, and Phoebe or whatever her name is. Phoebe Bridgers, yeah. And that, that was uh, shout it. out, shout out, Don Toliver though. He's he went Body. crazy on this feature. Body. I think that might be the biggest song on the album. I think mm-hmm. that might be charting. The yes, highest at all yes, I like it. A, I like it a lot. That's the one song that I go to, go back to, and um, SOS. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. The intro is definitely one to keep going back to. But the Don Toliver one, you could see it's going to be that. Probably that billboard one they're going to try and push. But, I mean, you could see that they put a lot of money into promoting this album and the lead-up of the album, getting the Lakeith Stanfield trailer that we talked about and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. It gave the feeling that it was going to be a more cohesive, narrative-driven project. A story. I mean, and we expect that from TDE, who's had artists like Kendrick. Schoolboy Q has had a lot of good direction in his albums. Mm -hmm. Even Ab Soul is dropping soon for them. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit surprising that they chose to go this route, but maybe because she's their premier artist now, she's the big money maker. They're like, okay, we got to get something to appease to everybody. How many more years does she have on that contract? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it might, it's most likely a project, yeah, amount contract. And mm. I heard rumors that she said she's thinking of retiring, or if not retiring, moving away and stepping away from music indefinitely. Mm-hmm. But I knew she was kind of capping because when I heard the album, I was like, I don't think you could really go all, go away, go away off an album this. like this and mm, wait to make us wait another five years. If you make us wait another five years, I don't think you sell two hundred thousand. Mm. You know, so it's it's really up to her her next move. But I don't see her slowing down because I feel like she knows within herself if she's already mm. talking about a deluxe mm-hmm. that she never mentioned that. I don't think anybody really expected a, this this album to get a deluxe. I think it's her trying to. Make up for the fact that it's got a lukewarm reception. And bro, you know what's crazy? She released that she was gonna do a deluxe. She begged Top for the fucking for to to release a deluxe that like on her story the day after the album drops. <laughs> oh my god! You usually hear that a deluxe is coming weeks after. Mm. <laughs> Give it say weeks after an album comes out. She wants the deluxe out. Like she's pressing for that. Now, does you that make me? you think back to why did Kendrick leave TDE? Does it make you kind of rethink maybe the relationship that they had over there at the label? You know, that's a conversation to have. If she steps away and decides to go independent later on in the future, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the argument could be, hey, what is Punch doing behind the scenes to drive these artists away? I'm, like publicly going on Instagram is like that's a well, you would expect that at like Lil Uzi, mm. you know, since he signed his bad deal. But that's or the thing. She's always like on. That. She's always on her story talking about her anxiety and all this shit, and that's why music hasn't come out and all this shit. You feel me? I mean, that's, it's true. I don't. I don't doubt it. But yeah, that's not an excuse for putting up a project that is subpar. Maybe if the project was a smaller, more condensed amount of songs. Yeah, like it may. You know, I like twelve songs. She makes it a twelve song project and gets rid of a lot of the filler because she definitely has a lot of filler songs on here. There's yeah some songs that kind of just bleed right into each other and you can't even distinguish which one's which. I'm telling you, she's just trying to sing her ha- sing her heart back into the group, bro. And, and, I mean, she could sing amazing. <laughs> That's the thing. Her voice is never going to be a, a factor because it's always on top. The X, her yeah. X factor. I mean, it's her yeah. X factor. You know, but it's about the mu- It's about the lyrics. It's about the production. Yeah, and, and the sound. The feeling that the song evokes. Yes. Evokes. Yeah. You know. And we didn't get a lot of that. Bro, you were saying that you think that she's going to step away after this album? No, she can't. She can't step away? I don't think so. Because you were, you were in the episode one, you were saying how you think that she, she, she'll fucking drop some shit and then dip or some shit like that. That's what you were saying? 
That's what I was thinking if she went along the lines of a cohesive project. Mm-hmm. But hearing this result after five years is like, you can't afford yourself another five years. You can't yeah, have as long a layoff and expect people to check back in. Bro, my my little cousin said that there was rumors that she's pregnant. She got a man's. We, niggas know that she got a man's, right? But you on the, on she, the of Finsta, and that's why it's exclusive. <laughs> Yo, that was the Reddit. I was on the Reddit, and I seen that she a uh, nigga gripping her ass. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's jealous. A little bit. Okay, little yeah, bit. I know. I knew. I had assumed. But she fucking um she she she's on SNL um doing a performance, and she look a little thicker than normal. I have seen some people. She say does that. look a little thicker than normal, so she might be pregnant. Who knows? She looking hella thick though. That would be the Cardi B route, you know? Drop an album, make it go crazy, and then dip. But I don't know if this album's gonna go that crazy for SZA, to be honest with you. And me. you said that they're gonna throw her on, throw her on um, tour too. So, and she's touring like a motherfucker. She's though. touring right now. I think she was before the album dropped. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she doesn't tour off this album. I think you have to. I think you have to. Yeah. You can't just let it live like that. I don't think they were expecting 250. I mean, it's not projected 250, but I think it's going to get down there. Mm. I mean, even being close, I mean, 275 is what, 15K off, 250? You know, that's not a lot of streams. Yeah. And that's all it's about. These projections are based on, okay, you got a big number the first day. Okay, if a certain amount of people drop off day by day is their algorithm. Yeah. But we've seen it before that it's gone down and it's gone up depending on how good the music is. Yeah. So that's the difference between now, before in the past buying the CDs, you could tell how hype something was. Because mm. everybody wanted to hear it first, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to have the CD to have in their Walkman or their CD player. Mm-hmm. Or even Walkman. In, the, in, their, in their iPod Nano, right? <laughs> but like it's, di- it's different nowadays. <laughs> I know, but it was true back then too, you know? Mm-hmm. And nowadays, the numbers fluctuate a lot, and it might not be as good for the artist's pocket, but it's good for us to be able to analyze who's hot and who's not, truly. Yeah. And how good the song is. Mm-hmm. I mean, not every, song, not every album is going to be like a replay ability album but that first week number does mean a lot and it has meant a lot for years so I was saying 500 I think SZA is gonna sell her numbers might still be up there that's the thing her numbers might still be up there but off the strength I think is ridiculously well and she did good but I'm not expecting good enough more. to go away for five years I was expecting a little bit more you feel me if I, I know 500,000 is a lot that's the the Drake and 21 level yeah you know? So. I think that I think that her fan base could pull that easily, and she still might do numbers. But me, being the fan that I am, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I wasn't really feeling it like that. Not a lot of playlist ability, you said. Yeah, you I added more. I, bro, I added more songs from a boogie than I did with Scissor shit. That, well, that a, says a something. Had a great project too. A boogie shit was fire, but that says something. It, especially when you know a boogie pushed the album back for Drake, but he didn't push the album back for Scissor. Exactly. That's something. That's saying something you know, too. You know, that's saying something too. He wasn't afraid of scissor. You feel me? And he, I think he's doing pretty well. I, we don't have the projections yet, <laughs> just quite. But, but I think we can assume based on how many he's gotten a lot of cosigns. It's been marketed all over the place. People are getting good reviews. Two hundred plus or three or or one thirty plus for a boogie <laughs> is is amazing. You feel me? That's yeah, amazing. That would be a sign of a great project. But my thing is, SZA is the bigger artist, I was, and I, I added more tracks from not. He's a boogie's a big artist. Don't even get me wrong. That nigga put put the Bronx on. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But SZA is a bigger artist commercially. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't even think you could argue that. Yeah. But I I wasn't really feeling it, bro. I'm if they're a hundred thousand off, a hundred thousand in sales off, it doesn't really. That isn't 
justify how big the difference in their stature is, I feel like, you know, because scissors, you, you would expect it to sell out arenas and stadiums all over the place, you know. I don't think A Boogie's there, but... I think he could sell. He sells out stadiums. He's, I think he. Do, oh, he's going to the Barclays. Actually, he, he yeah, sells out stadiums. He tells, the tour, but I mean, to the level of SZA, you would expect SZA to be, you know, all over the place, just next level type shit. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what? Other thing I want to bring up too. You know how a new album comes out and everybody's on their phone. They screenshot Apple Music. They screenshot fucking Spotify and <laughs> they post it. Right? Yeah. I SZA's album dropped, and I was the sole soldier posting that shit. I ain't really see too many girls post <laughs> anything scissor related or anything. A boogie post. That's what I've been saying. Mm. A lot more a boogie posts. I heard my cousin say the same thing. Like it's all more a boogie than, than yeah. scissor. You feel no, me? He was talking about the Latinas. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fucking dead. What Latinas? I don't know. Ask him. All right. I'm not gonna ask him. <laughs> but <laughs> it didn't flow. It didn't flow. It didn't give me the storyline. That the the Lakeith, the Don Tolliver song, the intro gave me, and a couple other 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 shits. You feel me? Mm. It didn't give me that, bro. And my sis was saying, "Yo, give it some time." You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, <clears throat> you know when it's a when it's a hit out the ballpark. You know, you I can don't tell. Need time. Uh, first listen, you don't need you don't need to know. I don't need time, and I gave it. I I've been listening to it nonstop, back and front, fucking up and down. Down and up. I listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the crib. I listen to it with headphones. I listen to it with speaker. Big ass speakers in here, and still feels the same. It still feels the same, bro. Still feels the same. It's just wild, bro. Cause I was expecting so much more, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of people aren't gonna criticize the shit because they just happy that SZA gave them something. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy that she dropped too after five years. Yeah, me too. I thought it was kind of soon. Still a little bit. Nah, nigga. If you're gonna Riri give, us a, back like, and she if you give back. us a project like this, I think it's definitely kind of soon. Mm-mm. You must have rushed yourself to put out something like this after five years. Because it sounds like it actually sounds like that album changed six times mm-hmm. and they got a couple hits off of it and they just was just chasing it's the time sound. To put something out. You you think that's what they felt like? Yeah, because I, I told you the fans was going to start heating up if it didn't come out by the end of the year. And look what happened. The prophecy was fucking fulfilled. <laughs> Snow's in the East. Snow's in the East. Literally. She is, is, is I don't know. How do you think she bounces back? You think that, because she did carry the shit by herself type shit. She did carry it. If the deluxe has a bunch of hits on it. A bunch of feature. I think she needs a to give a bunch of feature led hits. She needs to maybe. give us all the the the, the leak shits that's on YouTube. She gives us the leaks and some hits. It'll bounce. I think back. she goes away. Yeah, I think she goes away. Goes away. How? If it stays as is, she goes away. Meaning like she just she doesn't takes a hiatus again? exactly like she wants to, which is okay. what I think she wants to do. Yeah, I think she wants to go away, but yeah. she doesn't want to go away leaving people with a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. So we got to see how she bounces back. Less filler. A little more clarity. Why are you trying you to know, sound like a white girl? Hits, That's my question. Hits always smooths it over, though. You know, you chart on Billboard, you get people to keep playing your song over and over. You get the TikTok, whatever. You know mm-hmm. that shit will blow up. Yeah. And I think that's what she wants to do. Maybe she gets the deluxe out before the end of the week. That would be kind of rushing it. That would be, be rushing that'll it. That would be rushing it. But it's a way it, to ensure that first week number gets a huge boost. I feel like someone's done that recently. Not as big as SZA, but maybe like a... Like a 
a more a smaller rapper to boost his numbers, dropping the leaks within the week. I'm sure of it. Yeah. When when have we gotten leaks from a rapper? When when, when was the last time we got leaks like that? I mean, we just got the nudie leaks. True. 172 songs. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it did leak. Bro. I saw Kid Cudi actually. He he re, he posted a song up on his DSPs on Spotify and Apple Music. He got into it with the fan. Mm. I remember on Twitter they were playing Love, his song Love. Oh, yeah. That was I heard a leak. That. that was a leak. And then he put it up on DSPs with like a re release of the project. Oh, Drake did the care package shit too. But didn't didn't he um fucking um didn't Cudi um take off that shit off of SoundCloud or some shit? Yeah, he took it off of SoundCloud to but put it put, on Spotify. Oh, I thought he violated it. He was trying to make money now. See? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Motherfuckers can't listen to that shit no more. But mm. I mean, what, I mean, Drake on the Dark Lane too. He had a bunch of leaks. True. That True. were on that album. True. But he kind of treated that as like a throwaway album, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Is this to do the same for this? I don't think so. Not for a 23-track album after five years that was marketed a lot of money behind it, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like something crazy. she could just brush off, you know? So she's got to be the one to make it up with the fans. Mm. I don't know. It's just it's a lot of mixed feelings. It did come out Friday, but if the, if the, people, if the, if the people is saying they don't like it that much, look into it. Yeah. Don't be, don't have your eyes blinded by the light. <laughs> that's just a drop, nigga. We gonna hold her accountable, and we as the fans have a voice in it. And I was a little bit, I was unsatisfied. Keep it a buck with you. I was unsatisfied. And you I think know, she could have did better, bro. Last time we was talking about Meek. Mm-hmm. This time you had to talk about SZA, and that's just the way the game goes. Unfortunately, <laughs> and I love SZA, I really do. But we got, we just gotta keep it a buck with you. It's true. You feel me? And I'm sure that we're not going to be the only ones saying that either. You feel me? Man, you you have anything to say about, anything else to say about SZA? She she just disappointed me. And like I said, the core fan base want to smash to this music. Babies are going to be made off of this shit. You feel me? But it didn't didn't give, it didn't, it didn't give it, give that, bro. It didn't give that, bro. I don't think it's better than Not all her first songs. outing. I don't think it's better than her first outing. And don't take five years for the next one. Word. That's, that's the last thing I got to say about it, I think. That shit was all over the place, dog. Yeah. All over the place. Um, If every song flowed into the last one, flowed into a next smashing song or to her just talking her shit, talking that BBL, you know what I mean? That BBL. She talking that BBL talking to Talking Finster talk. That's what the fans want. And she did not give it to... Give it to us. You feel me? Yeah. Not all the songs. If every song went along like that, it would it would have been fire. You feel me? You have anything else to say about SZA, bro? I think I'm done with her. You want to move on to a brighter note? A brighter note. You say you saying a brighter note? Brighter note uh, or a better album? True. 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 Metro booming and heroes and villains. Yeah. And again, I just want to put this off top again. Don Tolliver. The last two weeks, he cleaned up his little mess that Atlantic made for him. Mm-hmm. I want to get that out the way real quick because we forgot to cover it last time. Mm-hmm. But Atlantic Records gets caught botting his plays on a song, on a new song that nobody mm-hmm. was listening to. Same for Uzi Song and other artists on the label. Mm. I saw that. and he's. I, I don't think that he even needs that. You feel me? And I don't think he wanted that, to be honest with you. I don't think he was the one that was pushing for the label to buy his place. You sure about that? I don't think so. I don't think his team would be like that. Yeah. I mean, again, he is signed to Travis Scott, 
And we see something similar happen with Sofago where he flopped. Mm. And they kind of bodied his numbers a little bit too to make it look mm. better. Maybe it's an ongoing theme with that camp. I don't know. They buying they buying views from China. Exactly. They said <laughs> they said they were going on these motherfuckers' page and they had suggested videos on the right from like Indonesia and shit like that. They just had the fucking view botting camps in fucking foreign countries on wow. some crazy shit. That's very big, bro. So I think he was able to swipe it under the rug for yeah. himself by performing on these last two albums that he was featured on because he was pretty. Prominently featured on the Metro Boomin album. He did good. He was a bright spot in the album for me. One of the many bright spots, but he was a standout in particular. Yeah. And again, with the, with the song on the SZA album, which I think is probably going to be the biggest song off the record. Mm-hmm. So, shouts out Don Tolliver. You did a good job of cleaning up that mess. And, you and know, like, like all always. features been killing it, The though. good music always cleans everything up. Mm-hmm. So, no matter what happens with the artist, the good music will always shine through. Because I felt... Like that, I forgot about that. That that was even alleged. Yeah, I mean, not even <laughs> alleged. It was kind of pretty much proven. Proven know? that that he they was doing. They always it. wins. They never let anything fly by like that. But I just feel like he was just swept under the rug. You feel me? And um, these bright spots helped out. But yeah, the Metro Boomin album, which I, a lot of people are calling album of the year. At first, I liked it a lot. I wasn't really feeling it that much at first. But then I guess Actually, I got I had to listen to it in a different space and a whip all around, fucking with headphones in and all that shit. And, no, I liked a lot of the songs more. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the weekend song. Hot take. I didn't like the weekend song. Maybe just because I liked the Mario version better. <laughs> and that's all I could think about when mm. I was listening to that record. But, mm. you know, the weekend's voice is crazy. It's probably better than Mario's, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes we got to leave records like that untouched, I feel like. Especially if it's going to be a straight rip with the same exact beat. You know, it's not really adding too much. The 21 feature sounded kind of off on that song, too. Mm. You know, but I mean, love that. Love pretty much the rest of the album. You said it reminded you of which album that was iconic for a lot of people? Astral World. That shit reminded me of Astral World, bro. That shit gave me the same type of feeling that Astral World gave me back in the high school days. I could see that. Back I could see that the with the pro- level of prominence that Travis Scott was on there mm-hmm. and artists that are kind of that similar sound like Don Tolliver, Future, Young Thug. My, one of my favorites was uh, Metro Spider. That shit was fucking nuts. I liked I liked. That was nutty. Bro, I liked ASAP Rocky. Feel the fire would take off. Oh, that was that no, shit that was, was a great. Song. That's I'll probably the best that, song on there. I'll play that shit over and over again. Yeah, you feel that was me? Probably the best song on that record. You feel me? But he had a lot of features on it. You feel me? Every song had a feature. Of course, <laughs> John Legend, Future. You already said Travis, Don, yeah. Thugger, Weekend, Mustafa. I don't really know that artist that much. I heard that name though. The feature was a little weird. The Gunna song on there. That was pretty tough as a bonus record. I think it was probably also another standout from the album. I feel like there was no skips. That's why I feel like it was like Astro World. There was like I, really I had a no couple. Skip. I had a couple that I, I didn't like too much that I would skip through. True. I don't. I have some that I really don't really go back but to. But it was pretty but. solid. I don't know. I mean, when comparing it now to the first album and this, because he's now calling this a trilogy. Mm-hmm. He's saying there's going to be another album. Maybe potentially that third album is. The Metro Boomin' ASAP Rocky influenced mm-hmm. album that's mm-hmm. rumored to be coming out. That ASAP Rocky's been, you know. Uh, Talking about in the media now, he's promoting it. That beat was fire, literally. And he did his thing on it. And I, th- I we were talking about this before it's too. Fell, fell the fire, not fit. with the samples and the way that Metro Woman chops up its beats. It seems like that's the type of album that he wants to make. Mm-hmm. He kind of wants to make like a trap influenced uh, rap sample album, kind of mm-hmm. maybe in the Kanye elk. If mm-hmm. we're being honest, you know, it seems that way. Because Rocky could rhyme on those beats, boy. He's killing it. That would be. You know, we were talking about Hip Boy and Nas in the last episode or two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. This could be like a new modern version of that that duo right there, you know, and that type of music that they could make. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, in terms of your legend, 
and how much you progress and how much you succeed in music, that could be one of those albums that really brings them up. Classic. Classic, potential classic. Potential. I mean, just off, you know, the main artist and the producer, because there wasn't a beat on here that was boring. Nah. That's the thing with the Metro albums. His beats are always going to be fucking A1 and perfect. And he did release it with the instrumentals on it, so you could hear the instrumentals by itself. He brought Morgan Freeman again. Morgan Freeman narrated (laughs) it again, you feel me? And, um... I liked um, Niagara Falls, too, a lot with Trav. That was a good one. That was a good one. I felt, I, I was telling you, the whole time I was thinking about this while listening to the album, Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky. I said that they were clashing, not as much in yeah, a, that's what I like, like sound clashing. I mean, like, they're each trying other to... Sizing yeah, each other up type yeah, shit? Yeah, exactly. Sizing like, each other I'm up? I'm dropping, you dropping. We've had tension in the past. We both had Rihanna in the past. <laughs> you know? And let's see what for happens. For a little bit, Travis. I let's forgot see, that. You know what I'm saying? For the, for, <laughs> for the one time, they're trying to baby get daddy, ready. Bro. They're in full promo mode. I think Travis might drop next year. ASAP Rocky definitely dropping next year. What time next year? Early next Travis, year? Late next year? Middle next Travis year? Travis could be a think? summer. Travis could be a summer drop, guaranteed, and kill it. When it came, when did Astro came out? When for us? I forgot. That was so long. ago. I feel like I remember it being a winter album, but if it was a right, summer that's one, what I feel like. It was a it was in, in the winter type shit. They dropped it. No, Astro was August third. Yeah, that's right. Summer in the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Travis Scott has done it before. He likes doing that, mm-hmm. and his albums have a way of staying through a season and then going into the next one and last until the next year. You know, mm-hmm. so. That's a that's a little matchup that I'm excited to see ASAP Rocky and Travis. I think Travis probably bodies him numbers wise. In terms you of sure putting, about that, I think so. I think even though Rocky's been around away for a long time, so sure is Travis. About that. So is Travis. Astro World is 2018. Rocky did say that Travis stole his flow and his style. They've had beef and tension for the longest. That's what I'm <laughs> he saying. He did say that. So I think their next albums they're competing against not only what they put out in the past but each other, and I think that'll add to them both making a better project. Mm. So we got to see. That's one beef to look out for in the future, potentially. <laughs> uh, also, I was seeing things actually about Metro Boom in the future, mm-hmm. teaming up again to have a new album. I think Monster Two, maybe potentially Monster Two, but you know that would be crazy. I, I like Future's collabs on this one. He had some good songs with mm-hmm. Metro. They have good yeah. chemistry, obviously. Of course, I feel like for this project, we got. I got to me. It felt like I got features from people that I didn't really know that were going to be on the same song together, like. Like an ASAP and takeoff. You know yeah, I mean? that was a weird collab. Or the weekend and Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I didn't know that was ever going to be possible. But hey, it, he it's possible. It and Metro has a way of making those things. I think he had J Balvin on the last one with Kodak Black or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. And the shits were tough. So I mean, shout out to Metro. He he does the producer albums really well. Mm. Oh, as you talk about J Balvin, I just want to get this off real quick. Um, SZA and um, Rosalia. Beefing. They, I think they're tied for number one. What oh. do you mean tied for number one? Tied for number one album on the charts, on the charts right now. I didn't know Rosalia dropped, though. I think Rosalia dropped a fucking album, dog. Let's see, let's see. I mean, she has Real been quick, everywhere. real quick, though. Moto Mami? Yeah, it's, it's like tied with SZA right now. No, no, that came out in March. Oh, okay. Maybe she has a single or something, but I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know. I saw, I was scrolling on Instagram. It's okay. probably in my phone somewhere. Okay, okay. But back to Metro. I just like I, I like it. I like it way better than the, than the Scissor Project. Yeah, I mean it was definitely a lot better, and you could tell he put his different heart and soul music. Into but comparing it tit for tat, I, I liked Metro's Metro Project. Better. I mean different better. sounds, obviously, but mm-hmm. in terms of even cohesion, it was more cohesive. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
I got it. Even felt, it's a better put together album. It felt like Astro World, bro. And if you could have a feeling of Astro World, classic. And I'm excited for what he does next. I don't think it's too far away, especially if he announced it as a trilogy already. I don't think it's too far away. Yeah. Oh, one other thing also. It's in that album on a Young Thug verse. He's talking about dropping his album soon, mm. which I don't know. When that was recorded. When that was recorded. Could when. have been. It's but also, even if it was recorded ago. old, and you mean a while ago, you would think they would cut that part out, no? If it wasn't part of the plan. No, it doesn't matter, bro. I mean, a nigga drop a verse, a verse is a verse at the end of the day. A nigga could be talking that gun chat in the verse. Not you know I mean? when you're facing a charge and on trial, they're using these lyrics against you. They, I mean, that's still got to eat, my so, friend. So, no, but still got to eat, though. also had a Young Thug feature that they had to take off their album. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Recent, about that. I forget who. It was one of the more recent drops that just happened within the last two weeks. Really? Maybe Metro probably gets the pass because he's Metro and Young Thug is like, you know, I, I got to because I'm going to eat too crazy off this. But I feel like if he's talking about releasing an album, what are your thoughts about a possible Young Thug album from jail? You think it does well? You think I think it does all right. locked up boost the album even more or does it hurt him? Only time will tell. Mm. But I could infer that it does. It's, it's depending on how it sounds. Depending on how it, how it sounds, mm. it's solid. It's okay. going to do solid. Num- what is Young Thug's numbers? On some I think the best he's ever done was with So Much Fun. And mm. I think he did like maybe 150, something around there. Mm. So much fun first week. Tell me. 131. Yeah, and that was his highest debut ever. I mean, before that, really, he was, I mean, people say that they love Young Thug now. Mm-hmm. But before, so much fun when he was dropping Jeffrey and in a dress and doing uh, all the slime season stuff. Mm-hmm. He was selling like 40,000 less and less. Mm. And he was flopping and his labels was passing him around. He mm. had beef with Leor Cohen. Mm. You know, but he kept so true to his sound and having cohesive projects where, you know, you had people like Lil Keith, Gunna, Lil Baby come off of a song that he originated mm-hmm. that then in turn helped him grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if. A jail project is what he should go for, especially with the open case, but it could do more than 130 easy, I think, to be honest. I think Whatever. Probably sell 200. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a good, good in Or even influence. maybe like I'm back album, I guess. But does that mean maybe he thinks he's getting out soon, which I don't think anybody believes at this point. Man, I, all, all you can do is wish the man the best, but if we do get a project while he's in jail, I mean, That'd be legendary. fans fans are going to love it. You yeah, feel me? Exactly. They're going to appreciate it. Legendary moment for himself. Mm hmm. Um, as you say that, um, it was a lot of drops this week. This week was music filled. A lot of great music came out. A lot of good music came out. Um, a boogie dropped, and I loved that project you a covered lot. It a little bit too. Covered the a boogie. You feel me? I loved the fucking a boogie's project. What's your ranking between Metro, a boogie, SZA? For me personally, I would go for the. The what I'm gonna listen to more is gonna be the A Boogie because it's on the at the top on, at the top of the list for all to, oh just personal like what what's gonna the, be in your rotation mostly as you think what albums are you gonna put on shuffle as you go through your days since I'm always listening to R&B I'm gonna be listening to A Boogie and SZA more but if I was to rank it what's better it'd probably be Metro shit first then A Boogie then SZA damn but guess what? As you, as we, as we, I mean, they're all great projects, definitely. Yeah, definitely. you know um, who who had a hand in all of those albums? We, the ones that we I just named. Who? Josie, P Diddy's songwriter, R and B artist really? that I fuck with. She song she wrote songs on SZA's album 
A Boogie's album and Metro Boomin's and album. Metro Boomin's album. Shout out to Josie, man. She's fucking killing it out here. That songwriting bag is different, baby. But with um A Boogie shit, I added more songs than um than Scissor shit, which is crazy to me. You, you have any standouts from the A Boogie person? I like the Tory one. Um, yeah, the of Tory, that's the that one, one dropped. That, that one dropped. That was a single. I know, the but even even the album coming back out, I just keep clicking on it. <laughs> that's the one I always go to when I want to put the album on. Bro, shuffle. I go to um, Monday Conversation, which was the intro. Okay, and then I go to regular, and I think I have a, I have like five, like six other tracks on it that I like that's added to the playlist that's that I fuck with. The water, the drowning part two song with Kodak. I thought it was all right. I was a little disappointed with that. I don't think you you have any need to call it drowning part two. I think it made the hype too big for the song to actually be what it was. It, it was good. I like seeing Kodak on projects. Yeah, I mean, we always love seeing Kodak. We we love Kodak. You feel me? Yeah. But it didn't um make it to the R and B playlist. That no. song. Chanelli was good too with with Don Q. Love Don Q. Shit. Yeah, I love that Don Q was on it. But he always it, is. it almost made it on the R and B playlist. But maybe I have to listen to it again. But Let's it's see. a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. But I love seeing Don Q, A Boogie bringing Don Q with him everywhere. I love it. For uh, years now. Speaking about new music still, there's this one song that, in my opinion, was the best song of the week. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, 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 because I, I just want to get this off before I forget. Uh, A Boogie? For A Boogie. Um, he got her to curse on Player. I never heard her curse. <laughs> he got her to curse song, on that dude. shit. That was a good song. I That, that was... Crazy! All the songs, um, her is fucking blurring out her um, curse words until now. That's big. That's big. I don't know if anyone noticed. Rebrand, rebrand. I noticed her talking her shit, cursing. On it. <laughs> I, mean, I love just it. Into the sizzling, you never know. I love it. What? What? Yeah. What, what were you about to say though? I was talking about songs, new song. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going with this, Mr. Kanye. West Okay Sensory Overload Instagram song Actually I saw that He f- sent it to Alex Jones And the debut of that song It premiered on Alex Jones's website That's hard Which is like This motherfucker is crazy That's He's hard He's fucking crazy That's hard It That's does add another level To the song though That's you know? hard I think the sample chopped up Was insane We saw We saw it together We figured it out that He samples A uh, similar song that Jay Z used in Legacy on his four 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 album. Yeah, pretty you much figured the, that shit out. Pretty, you knew that. Pretty much the same exact sample, chopped up in almost a similar way. What Beat song? by No ID. Yeah, yeah, it was Legacy, right? Yeah, Legacy on four four four. Yep. Beat by No ID, mm. and I think No Idea was also No ID was also Kanye's kind of mentor mm. when it came to production. They worked very closely together, so maybe it was an homage to, "Hey, I like the way you did it, but I can flip it like this." Mm. You know, and we were having conversations about it being. A raw song It sounded kind of At first I thought It was on mix But then you guys Brought to my attention That you know That's the way He wanted to come across That's the way He wanted to portray it. Kind of the rawness Of the song If that made sense Who, who said that I didn't say that No your cousin Was talking oh. about that. <laughs> I was <laughs> like oh <laughs> No cause I mean and I think I agree he, It makes he, a lot he, of sense He didn't post that On like a DSP He posted that Like he posted that shit On Instagram And yeah. they took it down too I mean I was I was going back and forth To that Instagram Refreshing I wanted to know the song Bro that shit was Hard uh, They have it on YouTube I think right now but Yeah That's about the only place You can find it I guess Yeah Until they take that shit down But yeah. that Or maybe he just give he, To me You were saying that you, you just felt like He had to get that off that As yeah. quick as possible yeah, He had to yeah, get that off Definitely I mean it was He's Spitting that shit Yeah I, In my opinion It was the best song Out of all the songs That came out this Thursday This Thursday at midnight It was better than any other song Really I think so I think it was better than any other song On the Metro album too Really I'll go as far as to say that Alright do you think that that's a, that's biased because it's some spitting shit? 
Maybe Maybe that's my bias Because I like that type of shit more But Yes I feel like that tastes a little bit more You know A little bit more genius to it You know what I mean And he sauced it up on there And he has a way of Whenever he has his back against the wall He's gonna drop some fire shit You already know So Hey maybe this means the project's coming soon I wouldn't mind Down to three or whatever the hell he has in his fucking mind you If know? it sounds like that He will be appealing to his core fans again Yeah And that's what he's Straight needed to do forever boom back That's what he needed to do forever Soul Soul beats nigga and I mean, like we were saying before about Metro, those were his, his best beats on the album were kind of chopped up in a similar way. Because mm-hmm. those are the ones that resonate with the people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out Ye with that sensory overload. I was thinking actually, because we were, we were looking at, uh, you, I remember you sent me over the weekend, R. Kelly dropped a <laughs> I Admit Boosie album. And I, I'm not going to lie. We're in dangerous territory right now. I thought it I, it sounded hard. <laughs> yeah. And let's just let's keep let's keep it a buck. All the music old, music music aside from the other stuff. That nigga has hits. Number 1. Number 2, all the old niggas still bumping. And, and nobody's saying Boosie. nothing. You saw Boosie. All the old niggas is still bumping the old R Kelly hits. Say say ask if I'm capping. Ask somebody if I'm capping, nigga. That's a dead are. fact. I don't think they still are. playing like I don't ain't think nothing happening. I don't on a Camera in front of the camera. Go to a party, R. Kelly bumping, and nobody ain't saying nothing. I witnessed that at all the all my people's parties. R. Kelly is bumping no matter what. See what I'm saying? And that's how it goes. But his Don't album you? that he dropped was on DSPs. It released on DSPs. He dropped it from jail. And it was on YouTube. It was everywhere. I couldn't find it. I tried looking. <laughs> I tried fucking looking up. Looking it up, and I could not find it anywhere. At not even point, on YouTube. At one point, it was only available on YouTube. Mm. But then they even took it down from there. But isn't that like a dangerous thing where... And that's where I was going you, with it. Yeah, yeah. You, you brought that up where... I, we saw it actually thing. back in the day when XXX Tentacion, may he rest in peace, was still alive. They were trying to get that motherfucker out of here. Because he had a domestic violence case against his girlfriend in Florida when he was younger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to get his songs off of Spotify. Mm. The CEO of Spotify was trying to advocate for censorship of these guys' music. Mm. And the people were like, get the fuck out of here because XXX Tentacion had such a fucking core fan base. And, a, you know, they were like a restless, like, stand, stand base. You know, they're like a cult, cult-like fan base, as yeah, we would say about Nikki, yeah. cult following. Mm-hmm. They drove him to be like, oh, never mind, we're going to reverse that decision. But they can do R. Kelly, whatever, no one will bat an eye because everybody knows that whatever situation that he's in is fucking fucked up. Mm-hmm. But what about when Kanye wants to put sensory overload on an album and drop it on Spotify? And that's a good thing that you bring up. You know? Are they gonna, they say, gonna hell take no? him off of that? I mean, if they're taking rid of his bank account, I don't think it's that far Nothing to Nothing is to safe. Say. Nothing exactly. is safe. I don't think it's that far to say they're gonna let his music stay up on Spotify. Mm. Unless they're really worried about that bag, but you know nowadays, but the labels these remember motherfuckers is more label. focused on on how they look to the public, allegedly, quote unquote. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, and they did drop him from from the label. They exactly, dropped the they dropped him from the label. They dropped him so, from Adidas. But, they dropped him from his bank account. All right, so if the artist has nowhere to go, not even to DSPs, where do they go? I think I seen La Russell is doing something where um, he sells an. I don't know if it's connected to the DSPs, but it sounds like. People are finding a way to cut the DSPs out of it. Because remember, the DSPs are controlling how much a stream is worth. Yeah. I heard that the stream value went up like it's 300, 3500 for a, um, uh, for a, for a $1. 
Something like that. I think it's thirty five hundred like, streams for one dollar or some shit. But before it was like fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, fifteen hundred so streams for recently. one sale or something like that, right? They they upped it recently. So, like I said, I feel like there's gonna be a time where a nigga finds out how to break the code even with the DSPs, bro. That yeah. would be wild. I, I mean, think it's, it's kind of needed because these places aren't regulated really. They regulate themselves. They're in control of whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. So let public opinion sway one way. That's not really the best way, which yeah. would censor creators and hamper how creators can express themselves and put out music. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's a good space for art, for the art of music. Mm. Or for any art in particular, really. Mm. And going back to what you were saying about your, your guy, LaRussell, you said, right? Yeah, La- yeah, LaRussell. Yeah. LaRussell. Tory Lanez actually did something similar. Mm. He released a, like an NFT album that the only way you could access and the only way you could listen to it is if you bought this NFT. Really? When? That came with it a while back. And it's not like... Oh. I mean, you can probably find riffs of it online and they still mm. sell it on like whatever database they were, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah. But it was a way to him get direct money for this, these albums that you can only listen on this one thing, you know? Ye did it too with the STEM player. This, yeah, that, STEM player was, was another, another example of that. You know, he made a lot of money. And I think STEM dropped him too. Yeah. <laughs> but... Maybe as time goes on, we're going to see where a nigga breaks the code, not even needing DSPs, not needing YouTube, not needing Apple Music, not needing Spotify, a nigga, uh, its own platform that they made for the creators. And it might even damn well be Kanye himself who does it because of how, I mean, his fan base is everybody. (laughs) You know, everybody has at least one Kanye song that they like and that they listen to. Yeah. So he has, a, and he has a way of getting the attention of the people. He has a way of making money and staying relevant in the media. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he could be the one to form a new mold, but he's always more focused on himself and whatever he can do, you know. But in him doing that, it does push what these streaming services will do because at the end of the day, it's going to affect their, their margin, you know, mm-hmm. and how much money they can make. Yeah. Because so. if you take DSPs away from the labels, or that's money that they're going to be missing out. <laughs> I mean, the labels and the DSPs, they work together. Yeah. And the ones that are always left out in the cold without no negotiation room, it's the fucking artists themselves. You know, so eventually they're going to get sick of it. And I think Kanye kind of started a, maybe a domino effect that we'll see in the future that more artists are going to be like, hey, we want better representation. We want to make more money off the art that we're producing and making yeah. you guys rich, but we're not even seeing any of the rewards. You know what's crazy? Uh, LaRussell, he, um, he's an independent artist. And... He made it to where you could purchase his album from one dollar to like a thousand dollars. Like you could pay for how much you want the art. You think the art costs, and that's very um, innovative because you're you could pay the, you could pay for the whole album. You could pay a dollar or you could pay two dollars. Whatever you have, maybe you don't have it this month. You pay a dollar or whatever, and then if you have it or if you want to support him more, you would give him a you pay a one fifty for an album, or you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that's going directly to him because he's independent. You'll probably get more benefits with him or something. Like yeah, that that's very. He, I think he's working with a company, but last time I seen it, he posts like where he was talking about, it, and I was just like, bro, I don't, I haven't seen anybody think of something like that, and that mm-hmm. cuts out DSPs. You feel me? And I think it could just change the game. You feel me for the for the for the artists. You yeah. feel me? Um, but yeah, bro. Um, you you know, I want to get into some crazy shit that I seen. <laughs> um, Sizzla, Kalanji, JA representative, uh-huh. artist, dancehall artist. I think I said that to you, right? You said it to me. <laughs> it 
he sent it to me on Instagram. I look and I go to Sizzler's account and there is three videos, like maybe three minutes, two minutes a piece where he's bunning off DJ Khaled, bro. I can't I believe it, bro. Yo, bro. I go into the videos. I'm watching. I'm watching, and I'm just like, "What did DJ Khaled do?" Because DJ they Jamaica has a deep connection with DJ Khaled from back in the days. DJ Khaled used to be doing sound clashes and shit, and putting and and, and putting on for Jamaica. You feel me? And mm-hmm. everybody in Jamaica embraced him. DJ Khaled, Bounty Killer, fucking anybody you could think of from JA. They were all featured on Sizzler was featured on God God did with all the yes he was all the Jamaican yeah (laughs) all the Jamaican artists are featured on Khaled's art um shit Khaled goes to Jamaica all the time we always big enough Khaled there was always a strong bond with love with Khaled and Jamaica you feel me but he he fucking upset he, he fucking upset just be careful with that shit. (laughs) <laughs> because that shit goes mm-hmm. on Fucking It's just wild that Sizzler is upset with Khaled You feel me mm-hmm. Because I th- I never would have thought that We would see that before You feel me Yeah. And I was watching the video And I was like I'm gonna like this shit over here yeah. Keep going keep going And I was just like Bro Why What did you do to piss off Sizz- Sizzler Bredgen Because the man was saying Yeah man Brook up sign Brook up plaque The man fucking Took the plaques that DJ Khaled must have sent him and fucking stomped them, cut them out, and he cut out respectfully. He cut out Ashad, you feel me? Assad, DJ Baby's Khaled's son. Baby's innocent. That means that he's a, that means that he's a respectable man mm-hmm. for doing that. And he knew that people were gonna be like, "Yo, how you gonna burn the baby?" Yeah, fuck he, that. He cut out. <laughs> he, he cut out the baby. He cut out the baby, and then. He put the baby. He put the baby on the wall because he's like, "Yo, we keeping that. Put that in my studio." <laughs> he said, "Right," but he also like I don't. I was trying to figure out. I was trying to get to the bottom of what this man Khaled did. But the only thing that me here is that Sizzler say, "Yo, my name too small," and then I hear another, another man saying, "Like, yo, for years we didn't, we've been feeding DJ Khaled, AK. That means like translation, feeding him. Like that means giving him money." <laughs> Like like getting bread with him type shit. I mean, shit. giving him that. You feel me? And support. Validity. That's what he's getting from him. From Jamaica. That's you what feel he's me? getting from Sizzler and, and these Jamaican artists that he works. Yeah. With. And if you look at it, what's gonna happen to Drake in a couple of years? We're gonna see, but I feel like, to me, I feel like Sizzler, Khaled must have did something. Khaled must have stopped the money from coming in, or just. Violated him on some other shit because to for, to make to man to make a man bun up plaque, you have to violate the man extreme. There's got to be something else behind the scenes. You feel me? Too. So as time we're gonna see, but that's just something that I thought was crazy. You sent it to Might me, and I was like, what? You know, that's always a big topic of debate, especially when you're putting together a producer album like DJ Khaled. What about those splits? Because if look, DJ Khaled ain't making a lot of the beats either. He's not like a metro who's gonna have his hand in that shit, bro. If money now run, the, the, us yadis. Was cut off the relationship. <laughs> if the yeah, money's mean, exactly. not running, we gonna cut it. Cut and off. I mean, Sizzle was a big part of these songs that he was involved in that get plaques that make DJ Khaled money that certify DJ Khaled yes. as a big artist. And and yep. I and right now DJ Khaled is in he's in Africa somewhere. I don't know. I, he's somewhere religious. He's hiding. He's hiding. <laughs> you feel me? And he's not saying a thing. So we gonna see. But he has to rectify that with Jamaica. You feel me? Because 
if Sizzler run Jamaica, you feel me? So <laughs> if he if he don't fuck with that, if fuck with you, nobody gonna fuck with you. Yeah, like that. It's like a kind of heed heed my warning. Like this motherfucker don't fuck with us for real. So, so we gonna have to see what happens. You feel me? Um, Britney Griner is free. You feel me? America traded them niggas traded her for an arms dealer. Oh my God, something's coming. Who knows? Who <laughs> something's coming? Something's she free. Coming. I'm happy she free. All I'm but say something is, coming. If boy. you make this trade in Madden NFL 22 or 23, I guess now. They're going to give you a D-minus grade for this motherfucking trade. You ain't get no cash considerations. You ain't get no first-round picks. Oh, shit, bro. Nothing. Nothing. They gave that nigga the merchant of death, a.k.a. the guns dealer. And I seen they, they left like a Marine who was a spy or some shit back there, too. I heard that, too. Damn, a, man got, a man got left behind, too, off of that. I, I seen some people saying, oh... Why, why do you care? Why don't you support her? She's, you know, she's an American just like you, blah, 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 blah. Motherfucker, if I'm in there, they ain't gonna trade no motherfucking merchant of death for my ass <laughs> to come back home. So, you already know. Yo, we gonna, we gonna have to see. She had to trim her locks as a man with locks, right? She had to trim her locks uh, when man. she went to jail. The Rastas used to have to do that in Jamaica back in the days. They used to trim Rasta for, that was violation. for, for going to jail and shit. But she, she, coming, she coming back with no locks. I hope she grow it back again. She looked look pretty humble, hurt bro. Me. She looked pretty humble. I ain't gonna lie. She happy that she gone, but that would have hurt me if I had to trim my locks, bro. I love my hair. You was violent. I think they said they had to because if she would take showers or something, she'd fucking get hypothermia. Fucking Siberia, bro. That's Imagine wild, being bro. The fucking cold of Siberia. That's wild. I, would, I don't give a fuck. I'll wash my hair and I'll make sure it's dry, but who knows? Cold temperatures or whatever, you feel me? It's wild. Um, the Meg and Tori... Case is going on. Yeah, Are they doing their jury hearing selection, something like that? Yeah. It's about that time. And Tori looks very happy. Very happy. Let's like he got this beat. Let's hope it's for a reason and not just cap. He got all he got his he got his ankle monitor taken off the other day. I, I peeped that, you feel me? Um wish the best for Tori, but you know. We just gonna have to see how it we, plays we out. See how it plays out. We've been this is this is probably gonna be one away. of the big, biggest cases. Biggest of our generation. Of our generation. I mean, no, 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 no. If it's televised, no. it could be. I mean, they, you, they made a big deal of the Amber, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp shit because they were famous and bro, shit. Bro, but what about Cosby and what about R. Kelly? That was pretty okay, big. That was pretty, uh, we forgot about that. Well, it would be pretty big for in terms of hip hop music, mm-hmm. I guess. They got Meg and Tori, big, biggest artists in, in the game, some of the biggest ones. Tori just on that A Boogie album. Mm-hmm. Meg on She Hulk. And she released the album, though. That was a minute ago. Yeah. That was a minute ago and it kind of flopped. <clears throat> it did. It did but, flop. Uh, yeah. Um Jackie Chan confirms. <laughs> yo, cause, cause it's the perfect topic for us. Jackie Chan. Yo, Jackie Chan, what's up? Rush out four on the way. Jack, That's Jackie, almost the name bro. of this podcast. Thank God. <laughs> the Rush Hour Four Pot. That would be wild. But you do look Asian though. Even I though mean, you, it is what it is. You, know. <laughs> you do look I mean, like Jackie a Chino. Chino, Chino Conche. That's what it is, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, so, Rush Hour 4 is on the way. I think that movie's going to do numbers, baby. I see Chris Tucker numbers. owes $10 million in back taxes. He gonna, so he they doing Rush Hour 4. <laughs> hey. Transition, they doing Rush Hour 4. But he's still eating off his comedy shows and shit. He was just with Will Smith and, um, not Will Smith. He was with um Christopher Yeah, Rock but they always leave that motherfucker in the back for some reason, bro. They always leave him as an afterthought. You got to admit it, bro. 
they don't give this motherfucker as much love and attention as the other as the other ones. But he's been in movies and been in roles that have been super duper iconic. Nah, just like them. Yeah, he's a household name with them. You feel me? Yeah. Um. So I can't wait. I would love to see Jackie Chan do they, another they, they one. They said they're gonna make a Gen Z rush out for. I don't want to see that shit, man. I don't know about keep that. Keep it true. Keep it true to the material, bro. I don't know. That's what's gotta be. That's a fact. Um, do you think Lori Harvey's gonna be in Rush Hour Four? Yo, that shit is wild, bro. Lori Harvey, that coochie got some bodies on it. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan alert. Um, new breaking news: She makes niggas sign NDAs, one million dollar NDAs, <laughs> to protect the coochie, bro. Smart decision. Very smart. That shit is worth more than Sony's last album sold. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. <laughs> Worth more than somebody, some niggas' albums. That's wild. album budget. That's a weedy's album budget right there, <laughs> bro. That's fucking wild. Um, you know what I have also been seeing a lot of. I've been seeing a lot of AI generated pics. Like everybody's putting their face into the. No, I don't no, even I don't know why. That shit. I don't, I don't even. I don't shit. trust that shit. I don't even like using the finger shit. But hey, but I see a whole bunch of people. Putting their face into the face, the um, AI Fuck shit, you. and they have them in all poses. Some of them shits is even having niggas, bitches naked and shit. What? Like generating naked pictures of them. Or like what know. you would look like naked? Yeah. Like just based off your face? I think so. Unless they is were taking naked pictures. I don't know. But it was crazy. Interesting. But that's dangerous. I think it's a dangerous move. And these niggas is pushing I mean, any this of the AI, AI shit. AI shit is fucking, it's all over the fucking place, man. You see it in the cars, man. You've seen it firsthand in the cars. It's true. So, you know, I mean, that's the way the world is going. So keep the dirt, keep the the gas-powered vehicle in the back. Mm-hmm. Just keep it in the tuck. <laughs> but I think it's dangerous, bro. You putting your face into the phone again. Some niggas have the face ID shit. Your face is already on the, on the, on the cloud. I mean, shit, everybody but, already has TikTok. True. So, you know what I'm saying? There goes all your data already. So. But I just don't like it. I never really liked... AI generated shit like that. What the fuck I'm gonna do that for? It reminds me of like the NFT shit that was like stupid. The fucking pictures, bro. Niggas is p- posting thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> the selfie pics with the AI generated selfie. I'm just like, bro, this took over from the filters. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch is gonna be using AI generated photos now. <laughs> I like the ones though that they like expand the album covers. That shit's cool. I, li- I like that. It's how you use it, bro. Yeah. But I just see it. It could be very dangerous. You feel me? You know what's crazy? I heard that a, a, China, a student in China um, made like a suit that you could that's like reflective and mm-hmm. you can't see it on the AI cameras and shit. And I'm just like, yo, if the streets get that, it's over. <laughs> the streets get that shit, that shit is over, son. That shit just reminds me of like the deep fake shit too. Me, like, have you, what is that? like when they have like the people's faces mm-hmm. talking, but and their voices. Oh yeah, yeah, like but it's not Kendrick actually did. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the Kendrick shit. Yeah, except with the voice too on some crazy. Oh, Biggie's going into the VR shit. too. Biggie's going into the VR one of these days that he's gonna perform. I'm gonna try to watch it. Try to watch it. You tuned in? Yeah, got the VR headset. I mean, shit, I missed the the Tupac hologram. I forgot about that shit. Mm-hmm. I remember that they stopped doing that shit though. It was tacky as fuck. That's why. But. That fucking tech never goes away, though. You see that shit? They just reusing it for some other shit. True, and that I was years ago when they had the Tupac hologram and shit. I didn't even know. I, I remember I was just looking into into that VR shit. Fucking, I didn't I didn't realize Meta fucking bought all those fucking 
bought out Oculus and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that because I was like, yeah, Facebook owned it. Yeah, I was I was amazed. You had to make a Facebook account to to um to get in there to to use the Oculus. I had to do that shit. Yeah, you had to, that, and that was months ago, last year when I fucking bought the VR headset. You see, that's what I don't like, though. Why? I don't need them tracking what games I play. <laughs> Nigga, they was already doing it, though. That's true, but again, like you're saying, that shit could be used for evil. Mm. So you just gotta watch out with that shit, man. Because I was looking for, like, the Oculus, what is it, Oculus Quest? That's the one I have. But now it's called the MetaQuest. Mm. So I kept mm. up searching mm. Oculus mm. Quest mm. and just said MetaQuest. I'm like, no, I want the fucking Oculus one, but... They changed Something the name. Stupid ass. Yeah, they changed the name. It's over. Branded. They changed that shit after I got it, though. Like a couple months after I got that shit. So you had it when it was in the original, just Oculus. Yeah. State. You could just play any game, really. Like it was like a. Nah, but it was. But still, I imagine it was, it was like a DS, right? It like was you could nah, pick all the shits. It was still connected to to um Facebook. Facebook when oh. I had when I got it and I got it last year. So oh damn. You know me? I got the. I think it was MetaQuest Two. I think. Oh okay. Well, yeah. I think six hundred dollars. It was six hundred dollars for two of them. I think. Oh, I'm thinking of Mikey. Mikey had that shit actually before oh, I was on that shit. Okay, okay, okay. But I guess it was before it was Facebook. Mm. So now I gotta see how that shit works. That shit is crazy. Mm. I want one though. That shit's something nice. It's like fucking six hundred dollars. Goddamn. Mm-mm. Motherfuckers. Yeah. But yo, Freezy, you know what's crazy? We we went straight in and we didn't even say the intro, but. This will be the outro. Oh shit! <laughs> we didn't even say the intro. <laughs> we didn't say the intro, bro. But you have any last words, bro? I think you solid today, bro. Yeah, shit. I, we didn't even do the intro. Um, <laughs> That's how you know we went. <laughs> that shit is wrong. But, I'm done for the outro. Let's do it. But this was the Bill for Cuban Links podcast with your boy Yaya and my nigga Freezy, and we back again and again and again and again and again. Stay tuned. We out here, boys. You feel me? Safety, y'all. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit is crazy. Solid pod, my friend.